context of the gospel is one that we need to take note of. First, it's the Passover. And if we remember from the Old Testament, the Passover is the 10th plague in Egypt before the Hebrews were allowed and freed to leave. And it was the Passover of the angel of death over every single house and the firstborn, whether man or beast, died. Uh, and so Pharaoh then let his people, let the, the Israelite people, the Hebrew people, go. So that's the context in which Jesus is celebrating this moment. Now for each of us, by the way, we've had, over the last year, an experience of the angel of death, have we All of us wearing masks. And so it gives us pause. In 1980, there was a, a really a terrible uh, war in, uh, in uh, Guatemala. And the war uh, raged, uh, and what happened was many, many of the indigenous people were killed, and so were the priests. So it got to a point where there really wasn't a priest anywhere near the folks. Uh, and I was in charge of a, a parish uh, in the Diocese of Corpus Christi, and one of our missions was on the east side of Guatemala, uh, near the Rio Dulce. And we were the only place that had a priest, literally, for many, many miles. Many, many miles. Uh, and so people we were unable to have a priest during their ceremony, but they still came together in their little villages uh, to celebrate the Word of God, at least. Uh, and then, over time, what they figured out they could do is send a representative of every village to the main church where we were. And they would come, and some of them would walk 16, 18 hours to get there. And the altar would be covered with bread, uh, the body, eventually the body of Christ. The mass would be celebrated, and they all, from all those villages, would participate in the mass. And then, after they received communion, they would take one of the baskets of bread and bring it all the way back to their village and they would celebrate then a communion service in the village. It was truly a moment of moving from what was an experience for them of death to resurrection. Resurrection. And was powerful, powerful for them. Part of the question then becomes for us as we enter the gospel is, what does it take for us to receive the body and blood of Christ? What would we be willing to do? Would we be willing to walk 18 hours to receive the body and blood of Christ? We are blessed to have a cathedral. We're blessed to have this Eucharist and blessed to have this moment. And this moment is the moment that the people of Guatemala celebrated. It is our Passover. Because every single time we come together like this. It is Jesus giving us his body and blood. And thus the angel of death is passed.
us. Love blesses us. So as we enter personally into the gospel, we hear Jesus say, he, he, he actually, the way the scriptures phrase it, he took bread, he blessed bread, he broke bread, and then he gave the bread, but he, he gave it as his body. Now that's huge. He gave it at his body. Take this, all of you, and eat, for this is my body. In other words, the Jesus who lived and was born in Bethlehem, the Jesus who lived in Nazareth, the Jesus who was crucified in Jerusalem, the Jesus who rose from the dead, the Jesus who ascended to heaven, is the exact same Jesus that was present at the Last Supper. He's now with us. I mean, that's a, I don't know about you, but that's, wow! Wow! And I know, just checking with y'all, nobody at home, by the way, that's watching this is asleep anymore. <laughs> They're all awake. I mean, the Jesus that he gives us himself. And then he gives us the cup and says, take this, all of you, and drink. This is my blood. The blood of the new covenant. That's our relationship with God. Us saying to God, because of our baptisms, because of our call to faith, we answer the call to faith and we will be faithful to love God with our whole heart and soul and mind and strength and to love our neighbor as ourselves. And he promises to be with us personally at the altar in his body and his blood the same Jesus that lived over 2,000 years ago lives with us now that's really what this is about he lives with us now and he says to us take and eat become one with me in love become one with me as my body and blood becomes one with you, I become one with you and you become one with me. The people in Guatemala had gone through a war, much death, and yet they believed. They believed so much that it was what gave, gave them hope it was what gave them life, and it was gave them a touch of the resurrection. And you think about that. Every time we receive his body and his blood, we touch heaven. Wow! That's another wow! <laughs> it's okay, little one. God loves you. And it's for us to wake up and say, as the body of Christ is spoken to us, the body of Christ, we say, Amen. And we say, yes, let it be so in my life that Jesus, who died on the cross, who rose from the dead, is in me, is in you. Let's pray for that grace of faith as we enter into this Eucharist 
surround this altar and filled with the body and blood of Jesus Christ, we can go forth and witness to his love in this world. Give me an amen. Amen. Even the people at home said amen. That's a good time. Let's stand.